ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, another episode of Games, Anime, and Stuff. Sorry for the uh, delays in our in our programming schedule. We've uh, had lots of technical difficulties with uh, logistics. Not logistics, just technical difficulties in general. No, no, it's just it's just logistics. Yay, technical logistics. difficulties. Yeah, Whatever. and uh, well, who you hear over there uh, is Gus. Long, long time. Uh, <laughs> we haven't heard from him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you just came back from Japan, right? Yes. <clears throat> How was it? Very exciting and fun. The trip, well, the airplane ride was too long. Well, it's it's like, like, what was it, 13 hours? 13 hours, yeah. You know, the going over there was, like, hard to sleep. Coming back, not so hard to sleep. <laughs> Why is that? Jet lag. Mostly. Jet lag. Oh, okay. oh, my God. It's just like we're... The sun was pretty much chasing us. It just seemed like a bad episode of the Mario Brothers. You know, like... <laughs> Mario, you know, Mario World 3, it's just like... Yeah, it, yeah the it, it sun felt is like, like that. You know, it, it felt like that. The sun was just chasing us the whole time. <laughs> That's absolutely terrible. Yeah, yep. well, for, uh, well, for me, like, I never really had much of an issue because I'm crazy. I've, had, I've always had crazy sleeping patterns, so, like, I just adjusted, like, right away. But, uh, yeah, I'm I, still, like, trying to adjust. Mm. I still feel a little off balance. Oh, okay. Yeah, or else, uh, awesome time. Uh, more than likely, I'll probably do, like, a panel for this for ASUN. Oh, cool. Uh, you, did you take, like, a lot of photos and stuff for it, or? Yeah, I did, actually. Uh, one of the things that I did was, a a Carl-esque thing. It's just, like, take pictures of random things, like, times, and a train going by exactly at the, the time of arrival. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. Oh, so it's going to be like that one uh, panel that we went to in uh, Otakon back in 2008 where they were talking about how to repair a trip from Japan. Pretty that, much. This, something like this, that. Yeah, something to that extent. It'd probably be something like that. Oh, I except, forget. Well, except oh, yeah, I'd, probably, I'd, I'd probably do it like the way that you do your panels, which is pretty much, all right, here are the three basic things kind of, kind of deal. Oh, it's like you very need structured. To know. And then, yeah, so it's going to be pretty structured. Like yeah, I said, I could, I'm yeah. going with the whole Carl approach with it. <laughs> I, I can help you with that panel. I've had experience. I can help you with that panel too. We can exactly. all help on this panel because we <laughs> yeah. all had experience traveling 40 plus hours to a foreign country dealing with your BS. And then we have to it's, do one on Aikatsu because uh, no. you need a minimum of two panels to get in for free. <laughs> you can do your goddamn Aikatsu panel. I'm helping you on that one. Oh, okay. come on. Oh, dude. speaking of Aikatsu and stuff like that, I, I have your cereal, something close to it. Something close to it. Okay. Yes. Cool. Did, did you yes. get the chocolate too? Yeah. Uh, I got... I'm pretty sure it's chocolate. I'm not 100% sure because we were in like the baking section. Okay. And we were like looking for everything. We are just like, this looks like it's it. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll probably have to take a look at it personally. But um, what, like, what was your first stop over in Japan? Narita. <laughs> oh, Narita Airport. Yeah, yeah, that's like the stopover place. Yeah, I was I was there too for a, like a stopover for like twenty four hours. Yeah, I was there, and then I got off, and then I had to go through customs, mm -hmm. and and customs was fun because they were just like there's that awesome language barrier because after you <laughs> get through, after you actually get through like the first you know like check in station pretty much, it's uh, having to deal with. Uh, you know, not so much like it's pretty much immigration 
It's just like, hi, what are you doing in the country? <laughs> just like any other place. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it was pretty basic, and it's just like, you know, you got to fill out your paperwork on the plane, because if not, they kill you right there at the, at like, the, <laughs> oh, little, oh, yeah. the little oh, thing. They just, like, they look at you like you're crazy, and they're just like, you, here. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> see, 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 the funny part about this, Gus, is that, like, if you have a Mexican passport and you stuff put in Japan, you don't have to go through all that BS. They just stamp your, your passport, and you're on your way. That's kind of weird. Oh, it's because uh, Japan and uh, Mexico have this trade agreement, so therefore, like, they, since, like, between Japan and Mexico, there's a lot of travel between business. Okay. So anybody with a Mexican passport gets, like, the expedient entry and exit. Oh, interesting. oh yeah, that, that's, which means, that's like, always they, a lovely thing. Which means, like, you, they don't check your bag, they don't, you don't really have to go through customs, you just pretty much, they ask you how long you're going to be there, okay, cool, we'll stamp you, you get out. <laughs> I know this, because when I went... You know, my mom has a Mexican passport, and they're like, oh, look, so you're from Mexico, stamp, be on your way. And my mom has to wait like 20 minutes for my ass to get through customs, immigration. <laughs> they had to search my bag because I was an American. I'm like, okay, dual, dual citizenship starting to look a lot nicer, you know. I'm going to be traveling to Japan more. <laughs> that's going to be interesting. All right, so, uh, the, so that's, that's interesting that you had to do a lot of paperwork because uh, I never had to deal with that. Oh, then again, I was just a... Uh, you were like, stopover. you were just a layover, so... Yeah, you yeah, have to... li- li- yeah. layovers don't yeah. have to fill up a damn thing as long as they don't leave the airport. Exactly. Actually, we were able to leave the airport, but like... No, no, you legit cannot leave the airport if you're on there for layover. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just like, you're right there in immigration. Once you and get you... past that immigration checkpoint, it's pretty much to the baggage, like, carousel. And uh, you go through customs at that point. Um, but yeah, um, since you do a layover, layover, you don't have to do that. You just go like up a different stairwell and you're pretty much back on the, in the main terminal all over again. Huh. And that's probably what they had you do. They probably had you like go walk through like the main terminal where you're like, where like all the taxiways are at and shit. Yeah. Yeah, so for for us, they're just like, if you're not doing a layover, you got to go to the left. Um, if you're going to a layover, you know, go up those stairs and to the right. Oh, just hang out there until it's yeah. time for your flight. Okay. Pretty much. I'm pretty, sure you, I'm pretty sure you can leave, but, you know, obviously, uh, you know, you, you obviously have to do all that paperwork and then you have to go through customs and all that crap and... Depending yeah. on how long you're staying there, like if you're doing like a 14 hour layover, then what what the hell's the point of staying in the the uh, terminal? You can just go check out through immigrations, and you just tell them that you're gonna you know that you're gonna be there for a day. You have a layover, yeah, uh, something to that extent. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. No, you, no, you you can do it if you're gonna have a layover. Like the the rules are according. Well, it's, it's, I don't know in the states it goes by. Um, if you have a, a layover of more than twenty out of more than like fifteen hours or something like that, you're actually allowed to leave the airport for like as if you were a visiting national, but you have to come back a certain time before your flight leaves. Um, I don't know about about the rules in Japan. It's probably the same. Where if you have like more than a day, you're supposed to only be supposed to leave the airport just to go to a hotel to stay and then come. Yeah, it, it seemed that way because it's just like a lot of the things. Uh, that they do in the U.S. almost are the same thing over in Japan. Um, liquids, you know, obviously, you know, I had like two uh, 
two bottles of water and a, a bottle of Coke with me. Huh. And uh, they were just like, no liquids. And I was just like, shit. And you had to dump them all out inside of the garbage. Or not in the garbage can, but there's like a little area where you can dump like water into like a little like waste station, I want to call it. Uh, and then it was pretty much like how they set everything up here in the U.S. where you got to dump everything inside of a tray and then walk through the... the uh, what the hell is this thing? The uh, X-ray, yeah. uh, you know the, that thing. Uh, once mm. you get you know past there, you know you can go to your flight. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, it, oh is is the uh, what is, is it? The passport process automated? Like is it is it over at O'Hare? No, it isn't actually. Uh, you actually had to uh, talk to a human. Yeah. Uh, it is automated when you get back, obviously, but, uh, somewhere, somehow I screwed up because I accidentally <laughs> pressed the wrong button when we we're, uh, when we we're like arriving back here in the U S um, yeah. I accidentally pressed the visa, like the, <laughs> like the visa, you know, uh, thing, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So I accidentally had pressed that and I couldn't get the fucking thing to work. So I pretty much was just like. All right, well, hold on, you know, I know where I messed up now, so I went back and, you know, I re restarted the process, but at that point, like, the thing pretty much booted me out, and, you know, it pretty much put, like, an X on the uh, actual, like, uh, uh, what the hell is this, uh, like, I guess it's, like, the customs paperwork, so we had to stand yeah. in line, and, oh. uh, and we, you know, we pretty much stood in line, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, we got... They put us in the line with, like, the slowest fucking person that had, like, <laughs> every fucking family, you know, the family of five, and then it's just like, oh then he God. had to check each and every fucking piece of paperwork, oh, and man. It, it was fucking ridiculous. I was just like, oh, come on already. You know, um, when we had gotten back, we were waiting on the tarmac for, like, 30 minutes because we were waiting for the other jet to leave so our jet could park. Oh, man. Oh, I yeah. know how that is. Uh, mm -hmm. it's absolutely terrible. But it anyway, is a, uh, it is the suck. <laughs> it is the suck. So, what, you, what was your first destination outside of the airport? Oh, um, it was pretty much. Uh, actually, we went to go exchange the the uh, train passes because I got like the rail passes. Okay. Which are fucking amazing. If you don't get them, you're an idiot. If you do get them, you're you're a genius. So I, I, su I highly suggest you get, like, the actual rail passes. Um, it's well worth, the, well worth the money. I think they're $215 or $256. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, I got to look on the website. Yeah, they're, they're like all, all access passes. You just swipe and go on Molly your merry way. Dude, you don't even swipe. You just pretty much, like, go to, like, the, you know, like, the counter where, like, Oh, it's, it's NFC, just right? Yeah, you just you just like flash your pass, and then they just like, all right, go ahead. Okay. Oh, that's it's it's still done. It's still like guarded by like a dude. Yeah, you go oh, okay. through like the guard station, pretty much. You just flash your passes, uh, and then you just walk on through. Oh, that's cool. No, I, I, I actually want the, you kind I think that's it's a it's a great thing if you do rail pass, but at the same time, you kind of. Miss out on, on like learning the, the the whole like metro like area station type thing. You still that, you, you still was, like you still learn the metro area station and all that stuff. 
No, but, um, but you just I mean, deal I mean less with like, like you know, having to get tickets and shit. <laughs> well, that's like the best part. Like trying to like when I got there, like I didn't I didn't do rail passes because I was like I want the full Jap experience. Screw rail passes. And so I was sitting there. It took me half an hour to figure out all this shit, and it was totally worth it. Was it scary? No. Oh, because ever they they made it like the the Jap in the in Japan the rail system is set up for like easy international use. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, all color coded. It it's English all, too. Yeah, it's all color coded and numbered, so you don't even have to know the name of the station you're going to. You have to just know the number of the station you're going to. Okay. That's pretty neat. And the guy, like some guidebooks in Japan, they tell you, oh, if you're in this station, you're this many stops away. So when you order your pet, buy your ticket or whatever, you know. Okay, you know, they so made it very, they made, made it very foreigner friendly. Okay. So wait, so, so uh, elaborate a little bit on this, uh, because what's the dif- difference between the rail pass and like a regular system that you guys are talking about? So. All right. So the rail pass is pretty much, it covers like anything that's jr like japanese rail rails okay uh yeah so anything that's affiliated with uh jr which is, is everything pretty, which is everything <laughs> um, yeah. it, it encompasses a lot the only thing that it doesn't encompass is a bullet. couple separate rail lines there's a couple bullet trains the nozomi and uh, usually the it's Sanyo a, or something. Yeah, the Sanyo and the Nomi are the ones that go to the northern part of the city, uh, the northern part of the country. The oh. Nami, I think, is the one that hits up all like the western side of like Japan. Yeah. So you know you could easily you could you know you can do JR, which pretty much takes you all the way down to where you need to go, and it's just like the thing. The difference between JR and Nozomi, it's just like the Nozomi's a little faster because uh, you can get to your destinations about maybe 45 minutes to an hour early because mm. it doesn't make all the stops. Yeah. Um, it's, like, with, it's like the express version of the, all the trains. Okay. Pretty much. So it has like you, different, different ones that will go just from that stop to another stop and back. The, and other thing I would, the other thing I would recommend if you do get the JR Pass... You can get you can do reserved seating, which is fucking awesome. Um, so you can actually uh, once you get to like the station you're at, usually it's right there at Tokyo Station is where you do everything. So mm-hmm. you know you go in and you can set up uh, your train pass and get like reserved seating, which is nice because when you're going down there, you know you want to get like a seat, you know a seat, you know just by yourself. Uh, it's usually a good thing, but, uh, if you're at Tokyo Station, you're pretty much good because the seats are usually pretty empty, depending on where you're going. But, like, when you're coming back, if you're, like, in Kyoto, for example, um, the train comes from Osaka, so there's already people that are already pretty much packed in there from Osaka and the stop before Osaka, um... So now the train's, like, probably halfway filled. Uh, They got five reserved, you know, reserved seat cars, um, which you obviously can't go in because they're reserved seats. Um, And they have an area that's just specifically for non-reserved. I think it's, like, three three cars that are just pretty much for non-reserved. And that's Mm -hmm. it. And it pretty much tells you on when you get there to this, you know, to the station or whatever... Uh, cars one through five reserved and you know non-reserved you know cars x through z you know 
Uh, but yeah, it's well worth it. Um, I highly recommend getting the the pass. Uh, uh, if you do pass mode, that works too. That's pretty much like what Dave was referring to a little while ago with trying to get the tickets and figuring that all out. You can get like the pass mode card, and you just pretty much you know like swipe this thing on the side of like the uh, the uh, turnstile, and you pretty much walk in. And okay. then, you know, once you get to the area that you need to get to, that's not a JR-affiliated station. You know, you just, you know, you just swipe right out. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it works out. You know, it all depends on how you want to do it. It's just like I went the easiest route, which is pretty much just jump on every JR line. <laughs> um, there's only, like, a couple trains here and there. Like, the train that goes from, uh, what's this, uh, from Diver City to my Hama station was pretty much just strictly uh uh ring it was uh the ring ken line uh it's pretty much okay. like a, a different line that goes to diversity hmm. oh wait so did you you didn't take like any other method of transportation besides trains mostly just it was mostly on foot Dude, it was either train or on foot. That was it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, yeah, cuz I did I did during uh the trip to Hiroshima we took uh the uh what is that the not bus it was a streetcar. Yeah. Uh, they still actually have like streetcars there in uh, Hiroshima. Uh, very packed, by the way. Um, <laughs> you know, it became that scene out of every anime where like the dudes like literally pushing people inside and shoving people in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was like one of those scenes. Uh, you know you like stuff you're pretty much stuffed in the car and that's it and usually like the good thing about like japan is there are areas where like if you know they're they're native like english speakers that are not really native english speakers but i should say uh english speakers at uh certain like places where they tell you all right you know where do you want to go well i want to go to like when i was in hiroshima you know i want to go to uh, uh the peace you know, Peace Park, and they're like, all right, you just take this, uh, this, this streetcar, and it's right over there, it's a number five, oh, and so everything's, it's like... everything's numbered and easy to get to. Hmm. So everything, over, so like the, when you, when you mean like the, the English speakers, they're like, they have like a strong Japanese accent? Yes. In the English? Yes. Oh. So it's very Englishy. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so they like, know. it's like sometimes they pronounce their L's like R's and yeah it's a lot of it it's just like the best way i can describe it is body language and mm. pointing at things you know it's just like you point at something and you're like this and they're just like okay <laughs> it must be like uh like japanese english or like english english students i guess <laughs> like just pretty much it's yeah, just like for like the for the whole trip to hiroshima you know the lady the girl was just like yes uh Bus, uh, rail, uh, buses. Like, yeah, pretty much. It's Crazy. just like number five, and she's just like over there, and I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, so it's like number five, oh, about that, something like that, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh man, yeah. yeah. So you know, the first day there was pretty much getting to the actual like hotel, which was uh, you know, um. Tokyo Disney, pretty much. Um, that's where our hotel was at. And, you know, we got a pretty, like, good deal because since it's 
you know, right there with Disney and all that stuff. And we got there on a Wednesday. You know, we saved a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, once because the thing that dropped us off over there, you know, you know, you can do one of two things. Um, you can either take a train or you can take a limousine bus. If you take a limousine bus, uh, it'll drop you off at, you know, a particular spot. Like if you're going to downtown Tokyo, there's probably like a bus that takes you to downtown Tokyo. But like if you're taking like a, you know, like the train or whatever, you got to figure out which station is associated with that. So that you landmark? Can do- yeah, pretty much. And, you know, you can do one of two things. You can, uh, a lot of people told me HyperDie. Uh, it's a, it's an app, which is also, like, pretty much connected with all the train system in uh, Tokyo. <laughs> and it pretty much nice. tells you. It's like, it was a little sketchy at times because it kind of tells you, you know, take this train to here and whatnot. But, um... The uh, app that I like to use the best was, uh, actually, believe it or not, was Google Maps. Um, Yeah, Google Maps works, but the thing, here's the thing with Google Maps. It's just like, if it says, all right, you're leaving 930, right? Yeah. Okay. It'll tell you, well, this train will arrive at 725, and you best believe you got to be on that platform at 725. (laughs) Otherwise, if you'll not, miss it. You'll, you'll miss the train. Quite literally. And, yeah. So, a lot of the times when I was using the Google Maps, like, uh, version, it's just, like, as soon as we, like, got to the station, it's just, like, okay, the next train or whatever that we need to get on, you know, leaves at 9.30. We just got to Tokyo Station, and then it's you know, 925. So we pretty much got to hustle all the way to the other side of like the station, which is (laughs) insanely huge, depending on where you're coming from. So we're coming from, uh, uh, the Koga line, uh, from, uh, my Habra station. And that was like, it was pretty much like the, their version of like the, uh, I think it was the red line almost. I want to say, yeah, it's just like, yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. all the way on the other side of the station. Oh and everything God. was else was like towards the center of the station. Okay, so like how uh, how far did you think you you walked? About uh, probably about maybe like at least five or six, seven blocks. City blocks, <laughs> like that's pretty, pretty much far. in five minutes. Yeah, but the oh thing is, at, you know, the thing is, at one point they're you know connecting that specific area uh they have actually moving uh those moving escalators oh moving walkways so so moving walkways yeah yeah the moving walkways there we go and you know it it got us there just to scooch faster and the other thing that you need to know about japan is they're very like efficient when it comes to these things uh so if you're standing or not moving you're on the left side (laughs) <laughs> if you're moving and walking, right side. Okay, because yeah, it's it's opposite. Like le- left side is usually faster in in the U.S., but it's actually right side for. Uh, Japan. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because like it's just like it follows what England's like uh, driving. Something yeah, like it follows Engl- England standards, whereas yeah, uh, English would say the proper way to drive. <laughs> um, yeah, 
<laughs> so, you know, um, or the proper side. But anyways, half the time I thought we were going to be running into traffic because you're so used to driving on the right side and you're just like, holy shit, we're going to go right into traffic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, after a while, it's like you get so used to it. And it's just like, but every now and then you're just like, fuck, we're going to go right into that, that car. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that that was fun time. All right. So um, was it after Hiroshima? What else was there? Yeah, well, we did. Uh, actually, Hiroshima was the second day or. Yeah, the second day, because we went to Mount Fuji the first day. Oh, Hiroshima was, was the second day. Um, Mount Fuji was actually fun. Um, that's when we actually got to really learn, like, the Japanese rail system. Because huh. uh, we didn't use a rail system the first day. We went and took, like, a bus straight to the to the uh, hotel. Hmm. And it dropped us off there. Uh, I forget how much the bus was. I think for the both of us... It was about six thousand or eight thousand. So that's about um, like seventy bucks or so. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I want to say what. Uh, like about sixty-eight, sixty-nine. Yeah, yeah, I think. I think the equivalent of one yen to the U.S. dollar is like ninety-eight cents right now. So it's ninety-eight cents to one yen. Um. So one hundred pro- or just no, just one yen. Um, okay. Yeah. I thought it was the other way around. I thought it was a hundred to like, mm-hmm. to like, uh, to a dollar or something like that. But it, I looked it up the other day and it said one yen equals 98 cents. And huh. I was just like, okay. Uh, must've been the, must've been the Brexit thing. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that it's probably approximately maybe like 60, like you said, 60, 70 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, us uh which is about right you know for two people on uh on one on of those like, yeah and you know where we were coming from it makes sense because it was like it's an hour away from you know where we were staying it was you know narita's an hour away from from everything so yeah uh but yeah um we got to the hotel and pretty much chilled out there um find convenience stores convenience stores are your best friends out there <laughs> how many 7-elevens did you find a shit ton man at one point karina and i were just counting 7-elevens when we we're in hiroshima and we counted seven <laughs> seven oh wow That's just coming amazing. down the street is just worse than starbucks <laughs> well then again jeffy's don't like coffee that much over there so this is true and the mm-hmm. coffee they do have is fucking strong, man. That's not even coffee. That's fucking wake up juice. I had like two cup. I had two cups of coffee on what was it Tuesday or no? Uh, let's see. That would have been Thursday. No, Friday. And I was just fucking like on. I was just like running around like crazy. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the Japanese like their coffee like in the Middle East psychotically strong. Yeah. yeah, I, I have no idea where they got. I have no idea where they got that from. From, from the Middle East. Oh, from the, oh, duh. Duh. <laughs> from the Middle East. Uh, yeah, but right. uh, Mount Fuji. That was like the first time that we used like the, you know, the passes, and they pretty much, you know, showed us how to like get on 
a train and reserve the tickets because I didn't realize that we didn't even need to reserve tickets. We just could have gone onto the train and, you know, been there. <laughs> and it's yeah, because you like, had, like, those the, passes, right? Exactly. And the thing was, it was, like, one of those things that was lost in translation where just, like, okay, we're here. Where the fuck do we go? We're just, like, um, we're pretty much pointing at stuff, and we're just, like, Mount Fuji, where do we go? And they're just, like, oh, you got to take this train over here. And they're just like, and that'll take you over there. And I'm like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> it was one of those moments. All right, so um, I got, I do got a question for you. How many mm. other uh, English-speaking travelers did, uh, did you run into? Um, when we were at my Habra station, uh, we bumped into an Australian woman, and she pretty, yeah, she pretty much uh, gave us the rundown of like the land and she was just like oh yeah you know it's easy to get around just jump on the train have you guys gone to uh shibuya yet and we didn't get to go to shibuya that's like one of the stops that we missed this australian lady pretty much told us you know there was like a couple shops here and there um i didn't get to get my curry uh which was kind of disappointing because oh, they like apparently in uh, uh what was it uh Akihabara, they were doing like a like a curry thing. It's just like who has the best curry. Oh, like uh, a curry so, contest. Yeah, well, kind of a curry contest. It's just like I think it's going on in Japan right now. Who's got better curry, kind of thing. It's just like who has a better ramen in, in Japan, kind of deal. Uh, but I, you know, we missed out on that. Um, but that was okay. You know, I was trying to get curry like the whole fucking time that I was down there because <laughs> you know, curry. exactly. Oh, I wanted to do some curry rice. So anyways, this Australian lady was telling us, yeah, go try going over here and over there. Later was on, she, we, was she like a native or was she just a visitor too? She was just a visitor too. Um, believe it or not, over there in Japan, it's like a travel destination for the Chinese. Because apparently going over there is like roughly the equivalent of us going to Wisconsin Dells. It's only four hours. And it's a family affair, like, usually, like, the entire family goes, and it's only four hours, four, like, a four-hour flight. They're just like, oh, yeah, it's just four hours. They're like, how long did it take you to get here? Thirteen. <laughs> They're like, how the hell can you do that? I was just like, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, sometimes you get lucky and you meet, like, a, a foreign national that's actually living there, and they'll, like, like they'll literally... If, if I got I got lucky when I went there, we found like a guy from like Colombia who permanently moved out there because who knows what reasons he had. But he was pretty much like, guys, I have the day off today, so I'm gonna show you around Tokyo. And we ended up getting like a a, a personal tour from a local, like literally a local, because he was he's been living there, was living there for like six years at the time. Uh-huh. So he knew every like all like little new nooks and crannies, like these interesting little ramen shops and. Toy shops. Apparently, the dude was a huge toy collector. So it's like awesome. That's that's, yeah. that's a bad thing you didn't know me back then. The good well, thing I didn't know you back then. Yeah, because you, you probably was like with all your money. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Gus. Oh, I was gonna say a buddy of mine had gone like not too long ago, like a month before we had gone, and they pretty much told us they were just like you should do home away or uh, uh, Airbnb because you know a lot of people are native, you know. Or not native speakers, but uh, fluent speakers. And they'll oh. show you all the nooks and crannies and where to go and all that stuff. 
It was like, try doing that. And not only that, but you can save a little bit of extra money. Um, I know when I initially started doing my research into uh, going to Japan, uh, you know, home away was definitely an option because it'd probably save us a little bit more money. And uh, not only that, but some of the spots, you know, some of the, you know, spaces are nearby, like, you know, mainstay areas and they're nearby, like, uh, uh, what is this, uh, train stations and stuff. So that, that's definitely an option if anybody, you know, if anybody wanted to go. And if you wanted to get a good lay of the land, definitely Airbnb. Well, yeah, I, I hear Airbnb in general is, like, good if you actually you really want to get, like, the, the local experience of where, yeah. wherever you're visiting. So I'll definitely go for that if you can. Yep. But, yeah, uh-huh. um... Uh, that was like day one, uh, over there pretty much did the whole like thing in Mount Fuji, got off in the wrong train stop, had to pay extra, had to jump a bus to get to the right spot. And, uh, we ended up getting to the right station and pretty much, uh, you know, you can take a bus that goes all the way up to the tippy top of the mountain almost. And you pretty much have to walk the rest of the way. Uh, it's called Station 5. Um, <laughs> and Station 5 is pretty much just like a way station. You know, buses come through there. Tour buses come through there. And they pretty much drop tourists off right here in this little area. Okay, so... Uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, um, all right. So let's, let's, let's get to some of the more fun details of your trip. Uh, what was the most interesting food that you ran into and tried out? Interesting food? Yeah. Uh, you know, um, we wanted to go to the fish market and do like fresh sushi. Yeah. Never got a chance to do it, man. Okay. Uh, okay. it was so disappointing. It's just like, um, we wanted to do, well, we ended up getting ramen at, uh, two different ramen shops. Uh, I got ramen from a vending machine, like <laughs> literally, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen those in like animes, but it's literally you go to a vending machine, you know, you pick out, you know, whatever food you want and, Hmm. you know, a little ticket pops out, your change pops out. Then you go to a counter, hand the hand this ticket to a lady or a dude at a counter Mm -hmm. and they pretty much cook up your food and they bring it out to the table that you're sitting at. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. So. Um, how how does the ramen compare to the ramen that you've had over here? In Fucking fantastic! There, it's not comparable. It's not comparable. It's it's, it's just like over nine thousand. Fucking yes, it's over nine thousand. It's okay. Yeah, I got my uh, wife hooked on ramen. Uh, she's just like, oh my god, this is amazing. And it's you're like, like, oh my god, this is amazing too. <laughs> I'm like, yes. The only ramen that was like. A bowl of disappointment was the uh, ramen up in uh, Mount Fuji. That was like a bowl, big bowl of disappointment. Really? No flavor, no nothing. It's just like, what the fuck is this? Because this ain't ramen. This is like, <laughs> this is noodles with like beef broth and yeah. It was, it was pretty much essentially bland. Yes, the most blandest thing I've ever had. Okay, so do you even do you recall the names of like the ramen the types of ramen that you had or? Uh, not offhand. I actually took a picture of like one spot when I was uh, at Mount Fuji. Um, then I went to a spot that was in 
Akihabara and uh uh had a bowl of fucking awesome ramen there. Oh yeah, so uh, okay, so how many uh besides besides me and Dave, like who who else was like asking you to like uh, bring back souvenirs from Japan? Uh just you and Dave, really. Um my uh you know, I bought you know, whatever stuff for uh for my family and that was about it. And that was not a whole lot else. Uh I gave Dave like a sake flavored Kit Kats, which are probably all gone by now. And Dave probably only had one. I didn't even get any actually. Okay, how that how how that happened now? Yeah, that one is that one's beyond me. All of a sudden, I gave Dave like his his like sake flavored Kit Kats. I'm like, here you go. And he's like, oh, fucking awesome. And then he like took it and put it somewhere. Eventually, and, it made its way back outside. <laughs> yeah, and and Lucy's hands, and then that's gonna you know it's an empty box, and I didn't even get to keep the box. The box appeared too. Yeah, when I seen that, I was just like, Dave would like this. Therefore, I'm getting it for Dave. Yeah, Dave likes weird tasting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. So how how the heck did your sister get a hold of it? I don't know. One of those things. It's like. The world may never know. Yeah. Never know. <laughs> oh my god, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Alright, so let's see. So besides the food, uh what interest what was like the besides what did you did you what really caught your eye as you were traveling around? Japan? Diver City, man. Diver City? Yes. Uh that was like probably one of the primary stops. The other Stop that I didn't get to make, but I wanted to. Was going to a uh, oisen. Oh, an onsen. Was, yeah, you, you mean yeah, Japanese hot spring. Pretty much, yeah. And there was like a bathhouse that was over there in a uh, diver city too. So, you know, we never got the chance to go there. Um, that's like one way to like experience like Japanese culture at its finest. Is pretty much going to a. Uh, a bathhouse and uh or a, yeah bathhouse um and doing that whole experience um yeah didn't get the chance to do that went to uh the Gundam you know I actually took video of that one where I was just like it's a mobile suit it's a, it's a Gundam, Gundam. <laughs> oh that was really funny oh wait Dave were there were there any like uh festivals or events that were going on in Japan like during the week that Gus was there uh, no, no, there but wasn't. But the following any. week, this week, yeah, and I was telling my my wife about it. I was just like, I was like, we're you're insanely lucky because we didn't plan. I didn't plan this out the following week. The following week, which is this week, is a week of comic kit. Oh yeah, comic market. Yes, sir. Oh my and, god. Yeah, and I was just like, oh god. Yes, I was like, you're lucky, babe. Not only that, but the spot we were staying at uh, was right by Tokyo Big Site. Oh so, my god, yeah, that would have been, oh god, you would have, you would have, you would have had like a first, first, uh, first class experience at Ground Zero. Pretty, pretty much. much, and it's oh just god. like, you know, it would have been an easy jump for me, because it's my Habra station, we would have got off, got off at uh, Shinkiba. From Shinkiba, we take the recon line. Recon line pretty much would drop us off right there at the Tokyo Big Site. Oh. Yeah. 
yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, how hot was it? How hot was it over there when you were? Typical Chicago weather. Oh, typical Chicago weather. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, it wasn't so humid, terrible. humid and hot, and I was just like, okay, this about average. I'm like, this is your typical average day Chicago weather. Oh, okay, so it wasn't like Philippine weather. Okay, that's good. For no, you, no, at least. Filipino weather. It's just like nowhere near. <laughs> it was mostly Chicago-esque style weather. The only yeah. spot that it was maybe Filipino style weather was probably in Kyoto. Hmm. Yeah, Kyoto. Kyoto is like really hot this time of year. It's ridiculous. It, it's it was hot. It was humid. Um, we had to stop a couple of times get some water. Uh, I highly suggest um, if you don't have it, you know, and if you're going in the summer, a camel pack just to fill it up with water. Yeah, uh, camel pack is like a three like liter thing of water that you can stick in a backpack. Oh, nice. Um, I would highly recommend it, and I would I would go out of my way and buy it. Uh, you know, if you know, typical things that you'll need is something to carry water in a backpack. Um, uh, let's see, and a. Uh, rechargeable battery like a battery like a, a little rechargeable battery box pretty much oh like for your phones and stuff yeah um see i had made the mistake and i had ordered one way too late and figuring oh, that yeah figuring that it would get here on time uh but i managed to actually pick pick one up from like a local store or ross for like 12 bucks that's not bad yeah, it wasn't bad at all considering it was like four hundred or four thousand milliamps. Yeah, milliamps. So it had a pretty good charge, you know. It, it charged up my phone. Uh, I was trying to play Pokemon Go while I was out there and try to trying to catch the, you know, the Japanese ones like the uh, Magmar and uh, I think it's Magmar, Lickitung, and uh, what's the other one? And uh, Mister Mine. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, those were Japan exclusives, weren't they? Those are the Japan exclusives. I bumped into a Magmar, but wasn't able to like locate it. I was just like, you know, it popped up on my radar, and I was just like, "There's a fucking Magmar around here." <laughs> yeah, <it's like laughs> around. Oh man. Yeah, uh, so I did. I did catch while I was out there. It was that was fun too. Um, did, the you any other people, did you find uh, any others playing Pokemon Go? Yes, <laughs> yes, I did, and. It was like the, you know, one of those things that was like odd in itself because um, it's not just young people that are playing it. It's the elderly. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, there must have been a lady in her probably 50s. And, you know, if you've ever seen that Pokemon Go like experience where you're trying to get like from the Poke stops pretty much. Like stuff like the items and whatnot, you pretty much go flying past like certain areas. You can pick the pokey stop and you spin like the little ring disc or whatever to like yeah. you know give you the items. I was seeing this old lady pretty much doing that. It was just like she'd click and then she just start swiping quickly, <laughs> <laughs> like a kid. Yep, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah it, like a lot, a lot of the po- I've noticed that a lot of the polka stops are like landmarks. They're local landmarks and whatnot. Yeah, that was the or same like thing a random, over there. It's a random intersection or something because something important happened there. 
Yeah, it's, you know, um, when we were at uh, my Habra station, it was pretty much, uh, there was just a bunch of, like, uh, Pokestops around there, and they all had, like, uh, you know, incense activated, like the, the lures, I should say. Yeah. All activated all around them, so it's just, like, it's almost guaranteed that if you do go out there, you know, there'll probably be a bunch of lures activated, depending on where you go. No, you you didn't see, like, uh, was it the, wait, where, where, where is that Phoenix located in, in the train station? Uh, Tezuka's Phoenix. Uh, in the train station? Oh. Yeah, which train station? Because I know there was, like, a the statue of Tezuka's Phoenix. Yeah, the Tezuka's Phoenix is actually right on the train state, train stop you use to go home every day. It's the, the, the train stop. I don't know which one it is. Hmm. But I'm pretty sure you didn't see that one, Gus. Uh, I probably did, but yeah, it looks like can't it, remember. It, it's like a white cartoon like bird. Like uh, it's it's not something that looks like a it's like a, it's not like a modern anime design. It's more like a a Walt Disney esque character design. Like, but mm-hmm. it's like a white bird, like a white, almost like a peacock. Oh, okay. There. Then I probably did like go by it, and I was just like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like it's like a white bird, but yeah, that that's like Tezuka's uh, like a Tezuka. Statue. I, I forget exactly where that Phoenix is, but I know it's like a, somewhere like a train station. I was wondering if you actually ran into that. Probably, probably, probably saw, it, but you didn't know what it was. Exactly. That's more than likely what happened. Uh, I wouldn't discount it because shit like that does so, happen. So to you me probably wrong. you probably walked by a Hachiko statue, and not noticed it too, right? No, I that one I didn't like uh, walk by because um, I was nowhere near. Uh, I did miss out on the Studio Ghibli. Uh, tour, uh, you actually have to get tickets before you actually go there. So, so if you're ever going to go to, like, studio, do the whole Studio Ghibli thing, you actually have to buy tickets before you actually head over there. Right. Um, yeah. Um, usually, like, if you're getting it, like, next month, like, if you're doing, like, now keep in mind, I was looking at it back in June or July, uh, beginning of July, and they were already sold out all the way to like August, the first week of August. Huh. Yeah. That's so it, they they sell out pretty quick. Um, but the thing you can do, you know, in terms of trying to get tickets, is you can go online and you can like do it through a couple different web portals that'll take you to like the correct sites to purchase tickets. Hmm. And this is all done. Is is this all in English, or do you have to go through like some sort of uh, intermediary? Uh, it's done all in English, but you can do it in Japan too. I forgot. They said that there's a. It's either in Seven Eleven or in uh, uh, what's that other place? Lawson's. There's like uh, two convenience stores that are out yeah, there. Lo- 7-Eleven yeah, the Lawson's, Lawson's. one is the local. I think it's the local one that they pop up. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure you probably have like a lot more to talk about, but I think we have enough cover for now, right? Yeah, we got enough for one day. I mean, that'd, that'd be like part one of like an insane part two. I don't yeah, we'll do an insane part two next time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we, I think we can cut off right here. Um, so uh, I did get a big ass statue. Oh yeah, you showed it. To me. It's pretty, and it's a company that Carl's always recommended for me. <laughs> Which one was? There's like is it's either Alter Good Smile Company or. It starts uh, with a K. Hold on, I got it in the other. Oh, Kotobukiya. There we go. Yeah, Kotobukiya is uh, yeah, they they're they're 
Yeah, they're they're, they're standard. They're, they're pretty good. Like yeah. Depend, yeah, no, it's depending on the sculptor and depending on like the the IP that the uh that they they're licensed to do because like if their their quality varies, but usually like depending on uh, I guess how much the 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 was that the owner of the IP threw money at them, like they'll they'll do a better job. Oh yeah, this like, thing this thing sits like probably I want to say at least twenty four inches tall. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, uh. Wait, did you, did you, wait, so did you, did you get your wife, like, one of those A-Zone dolls, or were you just kind of, like, look, there's a bunch she, of Actually, she, she spotted the dolls, and she was just like, I want one of those dolls. I'm like, okay, then we'll go in and grab one. Um, <laughs> did she, she did, actually. Um, but, you know, obviously, she didn't do, like, the, like, the, you know, the, the, you know, she wasn't gonna do, like, the, like, the built, you know, like, the, uh, the ones that you one. have to build yeah. because that's all they have there is pretty much to make the doll there uh oh. they got all the yeah there's no the there's, there's no, no pre-built like, ones and there's no pre-built ones you that's either weird. gotta yeah you either gotta make them yourself or get somebody to make one um but like they sell the hair the clothes everything they even sell for uh anime uh IPs and it's just like you know the insane amount of detail that goes into the stuff it's just like well, it's just like uh you actually have to get like the you know the dolls come pretty much just blank slates mm-hmm. you know you can get whichever heads you want whatever color hair you want whatever outfits you want uh but you know like as far as like you know the dolls go like trying to make the eyes is probably like the you know the worst thing that you can do to somebody is tell them here, make some eyes for your doll. And I was just like... Oh, God. Yeah, that's the oh, God moment and oh, shit moment. Um, <laughs> but yeah, as you know, she went, we went in there like the following day because they were like closed that day. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we did that and... Oh, God. Uh, yeah. What, what'd you get her into, Dave, or Gus? Because uh, that's those dolls are more expensive than like anything that we've ever bought. Oh I yeah, well she, she wanted something. She like we walked upstairs and then she looked in and she's like, I want one of these dolls. I should show her my doll. <laughs> I showed her the picture that you sent me. I was just like, this is the doll that Carl has. He's just, she's just like, Oh that that that's cute. And I was just like, I want this one. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice, yeah. It, it, that's that we could talk about I guess dolls for another time. But yeah. Um, I guess that's a, that's a good place to stop off for now. That'll right? work. Right. So, uh, what, that, so ladies and gentlemen, this is, uh, this is Carl. Um, mm. you're listening to mostly Gus for this episode. Mostly Gus for an hour. That's fine. Yeah. Um, and, I guess. Uh, that's fine. I guess we, this, this Gus. Yeah, we, well, you haven't heard from you in a long time, so. I know. You're allowed an episode to yourself. <laughs> yeah. And probably another episode, uh, because uh, it was really hard to get a hold of you ever since, uh, for, for most of the summer, for the, for the most part. Work, 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 work. Yeah, work, 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 and marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, so, we'll see you guys next time. Alright, take care All right. now. Great, peace. Peace.